0: Yes. <laughs> you are listening to Index Foundation Podcast. Hmm.
1: Embodying the Institution. A conversation with Melike Sökman and Pilar Burajo. In June 2022, the exhibition with Linnea Hansander installed and running... Previous INDEX interns, Melike Serkman and Pilar Barajo, met with director Marti Mannan in the archive, tool storage, photocopy room behind the exhibition space at INDEX to talk about exhibition practices, text production and critical positions. Melike Serkman and Pilar Barajo were active at INDEX during the exhibitions with Pauline Cornier-Jardin and Fina Miralles. During their stay, they critically observe the history of the institution and how its language has been changing over the years. The conversation observes institutional behavior, the connection with visitors, text production, and covers many thoughts on how to work from the exhibition space.
2: My name is Melike Sokman. I did an internship here at INDEX between September 2021 and February 2022 and I mainly worked on uh, Pauline Cournier-Jardin's exhibition here doing research for her next film project. Hello,
3: my name is Pilar Borrajo, and I did my internship between uh, late October and uh, April and I mostly worked with the exhibition uh, Fina Miralles called All the Selves that I've been and trying to find ways of uh, activating it. One point
2: that is different when it comes to what I did, what I mostly worked on and what Pilar did, was that with um, Pauline's exhibition I was working on a project that wasn't there yet and that Pauline had only had some thoughts of and maybe potentially realizing it in the in the future or not. Um, so for me, it was a very interesting process where I knew the artist, I knew her works, I had seen her works. And based on that and based on the ideas she had, I could go out and do the research and kind of imagine what that could look like together with the audience who was coming here, the visitors who were seeing the exhibition and who could also contribute to this idea, to this planning of this potential new film
3: project. Mm
2: -hmm. And for Pilar, it was different.
3: Yeah, when I, uh, like I started to, like, uh, work the other way around, trying to rescue, um, uh, like the films Mm. that... uh, were being produced or trying to like being produced during the the time in which ex, uh, Fina Miralles uh, like worked. So, um, so yeah, I worked all the way around trying to get uh, the films under the ground <laughs> and uh, trying to connect uh, mm, to that historical period and what was happening in that moment. Uh in the film uh, production and other ways of production as well. I guess for me it was like trying to um, to widen the context of uh, Fina's, uh, Fina Mirage's work. And, and so I tried to uh, find uh, what was going on in the film industry in terms of uh, what uh, was being produced, what was being re- m- represented, uh, what could especially women artists, uh, women directors could uh, could do, could show. Uh, and then I started to like find, like uh, for instance, uh, it hasn't been until quite recently that um, like they, they are restoring uh, films now from the um, like uh, Basque, uh, um, woman directors uh, like Miren Chu, Miren and um, so it's quite shocking that uh, it's a like her movies, her films are from uh, late '70s, and they are being restored now. And they they speak about the repression of uh, Basque country during the uh, dictatorship, and uh, yeah, years later during the transitional period. To democracy in Spain. Uh, so finding those things were quite relevant, also uh, connecting to uh, the context we are um, experiencing right now. So how can we connect
2: these two exhibitions, uh, one, Pauline Cunier-Jardins, and, and then after that, the Fina Mirais exhibitions? One thing for me that stands out is um, that with Pauline, um, we take it very naturally that she's an established artist and she's quite active and um, no one even thinks twice about her being um, an established female artist. We don't think, oh, wow, she did it despite being a woman, that being a difficult thing in uh, in the art world as well, uh, as well as in other spheres. And then we move on to Fina Miralles. We see an artist at the same calibre, at the same quality. But then we start realizing that female artists had to make it to this point to be visible, to be acknowledged. And then we see, ah, okay, we're at a point where we acknowledge female artists, um, which wasn't always the case, but someone had to work that way up. And now we see the background, someone like Fina Mirayes, a political activist, an artist, um, who was not visible compared to her male counterparts Um, but now she's getting the acknowledgement and thanks to people like her uh, today we find it very natural that female artists are just very successful
3: it would be interesting like connecting this to um, uh, the research tools that uh, you've been using
0: more well, both of us actually the yeah,
2: the yeah the to connect us to the archival research that we've both been mm-hmm. doing
3: and how uh, through these uh, research tools you really get to see clearly uh, like uh, things uh, stand out like um, for example what yeah what uh, is influencing the different discourses during index uh, evolution.
2: Yeah, so the reason why I'm talking a lot about the gender aspect um, uh, in these exhibitions and of like including having uh, female artists have exhibitions at Index is because I, um, during my time as intern at Index, I did uh, research into the archives, the the physical archives, um, and it was interesting to see the evolution of index as an institution and the institutional discourses what i did what i look was i looked into the press releases of all the exhibitions that index has had since the since the since 1990 yes yeah. um, and it was interesting to see because today anyone who works there or who knows what index is doing will know that it's it's a very forward-looking, a very open-minded, ahead-of-its-time institution. Um, But when we look at the historical evolution, still we see how things changed over time, like the number of, continuing the example of looking at the number of female artists and their representation. Today, there is only the, um, the last four years, Index has Done exhibitions solely with women artists. Um, but this wasn't always the case. And actually, when we look at the very start of Index as a more of a photography based uh, art institution, we see it's quite male dominated. Um, and when we see this within the context of the evolution in the art world in general, that kind of fits. And so it's interesting to place Index as an institution in this historical context as well and see how. Uh, they corresponded with each other. And on that note, I would like to ask Marti what he thinks of this evolution as the director of this institution for the last four years, Um, whether this is something that happened in general in the art world, maybe just talking about Sweden, or if it's something that you thought was a necessary step, but more like a revolution, rather than something that came very naturally.
0: Okay, so I jumped into the conversation. Thanks, uh, uh Probably it's a mix of everything. Uh, for me, it was important also to, to observe the history of the institution, to see the unbalance that was there, an the historical unbalance, that, was, that is the same unbalance that is everywhere. And then this desire to, 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 to change it historically, and to change it historically means that you have to mm, put more uh, woman artists. It's as simple as it is, you know. Because as the the percentage of, of men having exhibitions was much bigger, you have to to, to balance it. But it's also a statement. It's like it's like to say that of course you can do exhibitions with uh, with woman artists, not necessarily presenting it as as as, as a as a. Gesture for the others. It's also because the quality is there, and, and we have been presenting really strong artists. It's super interesting when 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 you see reactions as well, and and when you see some some people uh, being almost like mm, afraid of it. Like, what's going on here? It doesn't mean that 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 men have no qualities. Like, I could answer the same way. You know, when the, I could use the same answer that, that women were have been getting a lot of time. Like this is a question of quality. We present quality art, and it's true. But of course, there's a there's a there's a uh, a desire and a will on saying let's let's talk about it and let's let uh, let's balance history, and index has an historical value as well as institution as as, as you were saying. You know, with being advanced all the time. Advanced now it's much different than advanced like twenty five years ago. And uh, the values are there, the values were there, but the options were much different. Mm. As you were commenting, you know, Pauline cognier Jardin is an amazing artist and it's fine for, for women artists to produce right now, while uh, during at this time it was much more difficult. And some female artists, some women artists were changing their name to be able to work in the art system. It says something about the art system in general, like how mm. how it has been changing and how it's much possible right now to do other things and how we can talk about uh, non-binary uh, artists or we can talk about gender in, in many other ways, but still there's a lot to do. Still, if you observe like the, the percentage percentages of, of uh, uh, artists doing solo shows in the main institutions in the world, you will see how, how insulting it is, like mm-hmm. how far we are from equality. And we're talking about the art world, and we should be like an example for for others on things that are possible because for me the artist is moment, this time where you can offer possibilities, where you can offer a a vocabulary to talk about some things. If we don't do it, it will be much more difficult for other people. And here it's possible that in the exercise it's uh, accepted, that we can like produce um, some exhibition with some artists and, and be with them a lot. Like where you have been doing, you know, you have been following, artistic practices helping them in in these several temporalities. So I think it's super interesting what you were commenting before, like this thing of like working for the future of an artist or working looking back at the mm-hmm. at the at the period that we were focusing on here at Index with with Pauline or with Fina. Mm-hmm. So this is like my answer <laughs> to it, like how to how to how to think generally, how to think structurally and how to be able to, to answer and react and not uh, necessarily in advance. So you see it four years later, when it's like, whoa, what's going on here? Because they have had solo shows with just uh, women or non-binary artists. And it makes sense. And uh, and the type of production uh, has been extremely good all the time. So it's not that uh, for being the woman, the production is less interesting, not at all. So we, we have really interesting artistic practices. And we have some specific questions that are related to our time and it makes sense then if we talk about gender if we talk about equality if we talk about um, criticality towards uh, the construction of history it makes sense that we have other voices than the traditional ones and the traditional ones are the male ones like mine so this is why i shouldn't be the one like saying many many things it is why i'm trying not to not to be like the person with the flag in this case it's like no it's not me It's it's it's. The artists, it's the, the system, it's the team, it's, it's you working with it.
3: It is very interesting to, you know, I- in the whole year program, in to put into um, dialogue uh, artists from, I don't know, the past 50 years, and artists that are working right now, as uh, you did with Pauline and, and Fina. And uh, I was wondering if that's going to happen next year and if there's a challenge into doing that.
0: Okay, so now you're asking questions to me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, of course, this is is the...
2: We said it, it's going to be a three-way conversation. And also, I think your input is really interesting. Since you've been in this institution much longer than we've been here, we've only seen two, three exhibitions, and so it's a very short time period, but for... For the sake of comparison, you're in a better place to be able to, and you're talking to more people, you're getting more feedback than us, which means you really see it happening live and how people react to these things.
0: Yes, and at the same time, you know, without you or without your connection to the exhibitions, like with with your deep knowledge on specific projects, it would be much more difficult for me because it's, 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 it's you that have been like doing this research on the parallel world for Fina, for example, or, or for Pauline, like trying to, to, to yeah. understand to understand production of some artist, but also like the context and also the way of working. And you have been also like analyzing the, the, the archive and the history of INDEX. And for me, it's very important that it's not just my gaze, it's like a collective gaze somehow. Mm. But connecting with, with your question, Pilar, yeah, of course, we will continue working with this um, time travels and it's an important mm. thing for me to mm. think about uh, like the uh, artistic production. It's happening now, but we have to connect with, with other moments as well. And these other moments can be like the 2000s, it can be last seventies, it can be yeah ten years ago. Mm. But these time travels are also a way to to be to offer some <laughs> criticality or a, the possibility for criticality today. And, uh, and we will continue working with this uh, <laughs> question around gender and identity and, uh, and strong figures uh this is our desire to do it and to do it more and to to observe specifically some some situations uh, that some artists have been creating but also like doing it from today and you were doing a lot with within a mirage like to, to to observe it also from today like what happens today so for example you were here the both of you were here the, at the exhibitions and it's something that we love here at Index like to be at the exhibitions and then you can see the reactions mm. what will you could say about reactions from visitors to Fina Miralles.
3: Uh Most of the. Um, I remember most of the, the conversations uh, we had with visitors uh, were around how relevant and somehow contemporary all the um, the issues that Fina Mirage's work uh, was arising.
2: I want to rephrase that question because I feel like we can get to something here. But maybe we shouldn't ask it directly, like, what were the reactions? But was, I was wondering if there's anything interesting that stayed with you from just it could be yeah, a visitor's reaction or just something you learned from it. Or I don't know, something from the opening day, from the, the comments that people
3: from Makba made, something like that. I mean, most of visitors were really interested in diving into the, the um, historical context. They they were mm, really uh, willing to understand what was going on. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, to just enter INDEX and saw this, uh, you know, paper wall um, the, from like one work of Ina Miralles, uh in which uh, she is in inside a cage and um along with other cages uh, in which there are animals uh like real animals that uh, that would never happened uh, today so of course they were really uh, really intrigued by that work and, and and all of her work so that was uh, very that was very interesting to see her, rea- uh, their reactions to that work specifically, and all the exhibition. Yeah, mm. actually, a lot of yeah, a lot of visitors also were asking uh, why she did not uh, exhibited like earlier in her work. I've I've always mm, watched a lot of cinema and my like my practice is very like <laughs> movies based <laughs> um and i thought that um connecting to fina Miralles exhibition uh uh searching doing this research on film production and and the film industry back in that historical period it was a really interesting way of uh widen the exhibition and Especially because um, all film production, uh, all like not production, all films uh, show us uh, um, a lot about uh, the context in which they are made. Uh, Like, what are the characters or being depicted? Uh, What are they like? Uh, What is the music? Uh, How is the music used? Uh, Like. what are the dialogues and how uh uh how is the the film itself framing certain topics uh why what is the like what is outside the out of frame you know out of what is outside that frame it's uh, actually sometimes more <laughs> um more relevant like what is in behind <laughs> behind there that you cannot see and then yeah, just the, the fact that uh, there are so many questions that uh, mm, arise uh, around film and doing film that I thought it was very interesting to dive into that and and really find a lot of uh, directors that uh, they have been shown lately in a lot of festivals and they are being kind of rescued and that was very interesting and. Yeah, I mean, they always, of course, looking back always um, brings up a lot of issues that are also present today. So it's it's good to keep looking back uh, all the time. <laughs> um, it's
2: always useful to put things in context. So it was, again, it was interesting to see how even things like the... The, the choice of genres that are exhibi- exhibited have evolved. It started, Index started out as a more photography-focused in, uh, institution, but then photography was almost completely abandoned, actually. Um, and now there's more um, mixed media, there's more film. So that was interesting to see. That's also a question of, the next question there would be, is this a general wave in in the Swedish or the European art world that it's getting, artists are getting uh, away from photography and more to, towards moving images or mixed media um, or whether it somehow has been a, a choice here at Index um, or other things have been the topics that are discussed uh, when talking about these exhibitions, and that has also changed quite a lot, actually. Um, when I was looking at, um, so I don't, I don't want to talk about it too much, but like I should explain very quickly what I did, what I mean by topics. I used um, a method called topic modeling, where I extract topics from the press releases of all the exhibitions that I looked at from 1990 to uh, 2021. And um, that was quite interesting to look at as well because just like we mentioned before of how um, the, the choice of artists was tilted more in favour of male artists, the, the topics that are discussed in the press releases of these exhibitions have also changed in a similar way. Uh, in the early 90s, there's a lot of, um, photography-based exhibitions, and it's a lot, the topics are more about men and power um, and power structures and things like this, or uh, women associated with beauty and being home and these kinds of things, where um, gender is somehow framed and it's in a bubble, and its relation to themes is quite limited. But then we move on to the 2000s, and more recently, and we see that the the topics and the themes in these press releases have completely moved away from that. And it's now very neutral, very gender neutral, first of all. And second of all, it's much more about politics rather than aesthetics. Somehow the object is um, connected to politics and power and yeah these kinds of topics, and there is no gender element to it, as in gender is a a point of discussion in an exhibition, but men are not related to power or women are not related to beauty or being home. So that was a very interesting thing to see given that what we see today at INDEX is so far away from that, and we're talking about 30 years ago, so this is not a very, very long time frame, things have really changed. What we can mention here is that this is the press releases part of it, but when we went through the the film archive of INDEX, actually, it's the op- it's, it's the complete opposite, because the works of female directors, film producers, are just really uh, activist works and they're really uh, anti-gender based hierarchies or gender power relations and actually most of them are making a point against that. They're all very kind of very much about um, gender equality and, and trying to achieve that somehow, turning around the system so there's that element to it as well. The discourse says one thing, but what's in the film archive of Index says another thing, of course.
3: But because the the what is involved in making the discourse of the artworks are um, few agents, and whereas the artworks are. You know they 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 are a completely different things sometimes. I'm not saying they be fair, but
2: um Of course, it's always good to uh, reflect on on the past, but it's also, I think, great to see the progression to to see that you've consciously moved away from from that, and as you said, that's not the case for well, not in every institution, let alone in every country. Um, so it's always good to have that kind of self-check and see where you are compared to before to see how better you can do next year or in the next 10 years.
3: And also, like, yeah, the, the I guess the how the texts themselves have evolved into like a bit of mm, self-awareness. Yeah. Of, you know? I am a text about an exhibition and how am I talking about that exhibition and that that's, uh has been uh, gaining, you know, a relevance in uh, at index uh, over the past uh, decade, and that's uh, yeah, that's something we've we've seen. That
2: that's actually a, v- a very good point, I think, and that um, goes together with the point of exhibitions over the years becoming more and more political, uh, which in turn means that the texts written about them have also become more political and self-aware, as you say. They make much more um, references towards politically relevant points, whereas maybe 30 years ago when we look at the text, it's a much more simple definition of what the exhibition is about and what the topics that come up in the, in that exhibition is. Maybe they're not necessarily uh promoting a certain uh way of looking at the exhibition, but it just happened that they were using these words that now, when we look back, sound a bit uh biased or not how we would construct them today but as you say the the, the important thing to note here is that texts themselves have become very very conscious and how how Their written is is very, also, conscious, self-conscious. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this to you because this is a so so my question to you is, um, how does the formation of a press release for uh, an exhibition happen at Index, and how do you think about it? How do you produce it? Do you actually pay attention to what information goes in it?
0: There are two things. One is the, the exhibition text, and the other is the press text. What you say to the media and what you want them to know about the exhibition, and it's uh, something that it's it has to to functions. One is to to yeah, serve them with information. The other one is to get them their attention. And uh, but it's true, it's true this thing about the self-consciousness of the text and how important it is and how each how the text is also a a, a tool that needs to be like uh, critical in itself and it's to really be like a reflection there. It's a, it means that it's complex sometimes, that it's really difficult to read as well because it's a like okay, it's there's a level of density at some point. And it's a paradox because a, a press release is something that should be like supposedly easy to be consumed. And then it's like if you do something that is not that easy, probably you will lose some attention, and it's a it's a decision that it's an institutional decision to take somehow. But it's true that it has been a process on on uh, on uh, probably an, uh, an awareness of the institutional position and not uh, uh, and deciding not to be dressed as this uh, nice and beautiful um, object to be consumed. It's not that that probably it's a uh, this is another type of relationship also with media, and uh, and that you say things that you believe. And you don't try to sell some things, and and it, it, there, there's a shift at some point on it on how to how to try to to deal with uh, with uh, media and how to establish some dialogues with them as well. And it's like, uh, okay, we we have this small but a strong position, and we will keep it. So we will use a specific vocabulary. And we have been thinking a lot about what vocabulary, what kind of wording we are using, and how we how we, yeah. How we use language and uh, and how we how we embrace the the content and the, the complexity there and and try not to address it as something easy somehow, but it's a really good point and it's a really good observation from you. Like how how this thing happen? because this is the type of material that is not public. You know, a press release is information that goes from the institution to the media, and then media decides to do what to do. With this stuff, so it's a document that it's a, it's kind of a secret, and it's super interesting that you have been like connecting and reading and, and going there deep into this uh, in this point because it's a kind of an extremely performative document as well. It's like an institution presenting themse- itself to another person with a desire to be observed. So it's a it's a kind of a theater that we are we have been like uh, playing with, uh, saying this is not theatre, this is reality. Somehow, this is a, this this kind of, of shift on, on, on how to understand it and then uh, trying to have this, this this real dialogue with them. Like, we we inform you about it, if you want more, we can talk about it. Because we, like, when you were doing your internship here, you, you, you knew a lot, as we can see, about the institution, you knew a lot about our exhibition and you had to say. I want to ask you about... Uh, voices, because when you were here you were also in the institutional voice, you were also representing the institution when you were talking with people. How it was for you to be like individuals but also something else, the, this, this historical background where suddenly in your own body somehow.
2: Um, for me it was, looking back, it was a bit funny because now we're talking about archives and doing research, institutional research, And when I was here, when I was interacting with the visitors, especially during Pauline's exhibition, I was doing research in front of the the visitors, which meant it had a performative element to it. But then afterwards, I'd go to the back uh, room and do my own side project of working in the physical archives with papers. And I was absolutely not performative because no one was seeing me. So there was this... Two-sided. I had these split personalities where one was performing, the other one wasn't, but they were actually doing the same thing. So looking back, that's a yeah, that's a funny point for me. It was like that.
3: (laughs) Um, Yeah, for me, I most of the time I think uh, I I embodied destitution as a like you know kind of like taking the visitor. Um, uh, like by the hand, by the hand. <laughs> no, like trying to to get uh, mm, to start a dialogue, to start something there. Um, to because the Finamira yes exhibition was uh, very. It was more like um, a bit more like a white cube. Mm, a style exhibition so i uh, it was i think my role was uh, relevant um uh, for the visitor uh, in order for them to like mm, um see what was going on in the exhibition what what was happening or what uh, could they get from the exhibition you know in terms of like uh Mm, background or... I don't don't
2: know. Okay, Uh, so correct me if I'm wrong, uh, coming back to what you said about the press release or the exhibition text, um, again, correct me if I'm wrong, I think with Pauline uh, the information was quite general and what was given to the visitor as information was more about her previous practices and that she works mainly in film, Whereas with um, Fina Mirayes, there was some background involved. So there, I guess you need to thread really carefully because what you say to the visitor really determines how they view the exhibition. Uh, was that a conscious choice? That's a question for you, Marty. And like giving how much, deciding how much information you give, how much background information you give especially. And then for Pilar, my question is, do you think that somehow giving the background information of Fina Mirais being active during Franco years in Spain limited the way that people saw her art, as in, oh, this happened in a certain period in a certain country and it says this about that country. Or was it still seen as a very universal act, her performances and her artworks?
3: I think uh, most, of, most of the visitors saw, saw it as universal work. They were actually quite surprised with the mm, the relevance of her work. So I think it was more like that. And some of them, you know, mm, like to enter the space without reading first, you know, to get to feel the artwork first in, like, before reading or being, you know, framed into... um, a context, so, yeah.
0: And to answer your question, yeah, uh, they, are, they, they were two extremely different in exhibitions on the starting point, on the narrative of the exhibition, oh. how to build a connection with the exhibition and what we, what we wanted from, from, from visitors. In the case of, of, of uh, Pauline, what we were saying, uh, text-wise and everything, is that this is an exhibition based on, this, on the production of this future film. So you won't see this film at the exhibition. You will see the production, and you have extra words from her. So you you can create uh, a a visualization of this possible film that is being produced conceptually here with you, like getting all the all the all the archive material for it, for example. So it was a way to, to put the visitor in another temporality, on a future, on looking at the future, and uh, and trying to get to grasp what was going on here, to to visualize something that wasn't here. And it's a game, because we had a lot of material from her, we had plenty of artworks, and we could say, like, this is a retrospective exhibition from Pauline. No, this wasn't the goal. The goal is to, to say, look, these words that are here, are here for you, so you can think about this possible film. And there's a performativity here as well, on how to put the position of the, of the visitor in another temporality. While with, with uh, FINA, the game was about the paradox. And we were presenting this context like this is a dictatorship and it's about the lack of freedom but you see the words and they are about today because it's the same thing it's like it's about the identity a person fighting to be able to be an yeah a subject but also the the need to reconsider our connection with nature how do we uh, relate to to the environment and uh, and the this dichotomy between the the, the small actions and the, like the proper ones, what's important, and what's not important. So it's the same, the same type of, of thing that is happening now. This is why uh, we were expecting what you said, uh, Pilar, that visitors were connecting it with today. Mm-hmm. But to connect it with, with today, if with uh, Pauline we were going to the future, with with uh, with Fina we were going to a past. Then visitors were like going first to the past and from the past saying, "Look, this is happening now." Mm-hmm. And this is just through text, probably, or through ideas of how to present exhibition. This is why, for us, it was important, like to to talk now with the both of you, like to to connect these two exhibitions that apparently are extremely different. Hmm. But then both of them, they play with time and historical con- constructions. One is to to reconstruct history, and the other one is to construct futures from the position of you, like being like the the person in the key position of like inviting visitors to to do it and to but also like how to observe the complexity of it and how to see that these gestures are connected to many other things and then why you know of course it's super beautiful that you were like performing the archive and then doing the archive like two meter from (laughs) one to the other doing the same thing but being you being conscious that it's different I think that we have something here that it's very important Mm
3: -hmm.
2: yeah you said you said they're quite two quite different Exhibitions, but I actually see a lot of overlaps, as in yes, the temporalities, but also two strong uh, female artists. But they also perform themselves. They not only observe the world around them, put it into their art, but they act in it, which I find quite interesting. And they're not always easy topics to to discuss, let alone via art. And I think both of them did a brilliant job in in doing that. Um, Now, my last question to both of you is, do you think there was a difference in the way the visitors saw these two exhibitions? Was it a very different reaction? Or do you think now, in retrospect, it was actually quite similar, the reactions?
3: There were differences, of course, like... uh uh in Fina Miralles exhibitions uh, exhibition it was more like um um like trying to understand uh, her context because it was not <laughs> it's not now <laughs> and going back. Um so it was uh you know that there are some tools needed to do that, you know, some like me as a, an agent inside, uh, trying to take them back, uh, whereas in um, in Pauline's it was more like um, exploring the possibilities. So it was, um, it was more um, interactive uh, in that sense. That is more like looking forward and what can you do with that. As a visitor, like uh, because there there were like different um, different tools in the space as well, like uh, writing. Um, I think it was uh, writing about confessions. The confessions, yeah. So the the visitor could actually do stuff in there. So yeah. Even though they, most of them felt a bit. Uh, mm, shy to do it but um it's always good to like uh put some you know activate put some mm, i don't know
2: Well, let (laughs) let the visitors experiment right yeah just let them be involved in it
3: Hmm. and
2: try to to, yeah exactly try to imagine something that doesn't exist yet and so that they feel part of it they feel like they're part of it as well Mm -hmm. That was, I guess, the main difference there. Yeah, mm-hmm. one looking back, the other looking forward. Mm. But yeah, Martia, what do you think about? Like, was there a difference in in reaction?
0: Yeah, probably. Uh, th- there are like some mm, possible answers. Then it's it's uh, the connection. It's like yeah. when you see that uh, some of mm, the visitors were really in. Yeah close to the artworks like the ones over here like watching all the f- movies from from pauline and the ones over here like observing really really carefully in the, the works and and you could see some like emotional connection in some cases like mm-hmm. and people reacting and saying it was like oh, whoa it's super important to see it now for me and then we are re- really happy we're really happy when it happens uh but I think that yeah, there were different behaviors because uh, just in terms of lighting, yeah, you, we had one white cube as you said, pillar white cube, classic exhibition, and the other one was full of colors and 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 a big table. So the 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 use of the space was was different. The language of the exhibition was different, and one was like emphasizing the historical side, and the other one was emphasizing the possibility of a participation somehow. And then of course you have to react in another way. At the same time as you said it's this we are talking about two exhibitions that uh, have connections like two voices with a multiple production with performativity very strong both of them accepting also that that their, their bodies and like I'm this person talking from my position and uh and then the fragility of course because it's like from their own voice and this is something that did work I think in both cases like the, this type of connection with visitors uh uh going there and understanding this thing having this kind of uh, of emotional connection at some point with with the artist and the artist that can be here or not this is something interesting like the artists are not present in the exhibition the exhibition is what it's our connection with them uh but then to see this in both cases to see this present time was very very beautiful like how to how people were reacting to 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 fina uh, understanding that it's about now, also, but also same thing with 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 Pauline and this uh, big temporality that is there, like observing sanctification processes to to uh, possible futures, right? That this mm-hmm. this this location location on the on the now in both cases, but also like to go back and to go forth. Um, I think that there's something there that's that's important. Something else.
2: Well, uh, yeah, what you said about the. What she talks about, what Fina talks about in her work from the seventies, is still very relevant today. Is that is I mean on one side, okay, now she's getting more recognition and that's great, well deserved. But on the other side, it's also a bit um, troubling to think that the problems are still the same. And we, in that sense, we still have a lot to do and we haven't moved on um, a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, not to end on a gloomy note. <laughs> Um yeah, thank you very much. It was a great discussion. I really enjoyed it.
3: Yeah, very very interesting and very nice uh, experience we had at Index um trying to find other ways of uh, connecting to exhibitions of uh, relating To different topics that come up and try to raise questions, uh, trying to answer questions, uh, maybe, but uh, uh, most of the time raising questions. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I think after this uh, conversation, we ended up having more questions than answers. That's good. Yeah.
0: you are listening to index foundation podcast